You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey guys out there, what's happening? This is the movie show on your favorite radio station slash podcasting service. I'm Sash. And my name is Ryan. And Ryan, isn't it just romantic? Ah, so wonderful. <laughs> like, can you hear the birds chirping? Ah, sunny can day. Can you hear, see the rainbow shining for no apparent Flowers reason at all? green everywhere. Perfect world. Can you hear the, the music as people sing a song that no one practiced and no one choreographed, but everyone knows the dance moves and everyone knows the words perfectly? And the sound of the woman tripping over the cornerstone and falling into her lover's arms. And looking into his eyes and suddenly it starts raining. Oh. And it's just so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's not romantic. It's absolutely horrifying. That, for ladies and gentlemen, is what we call, or what we know as, a rom-com. Yeah! Yeah, anything with rom is <laughs> not rom. very calm. <laughs> <laughs> very so, we promised we'd do this movie um, last week. So, last week we reviewed The Lost City. And then we, at the end, I remembered this film. So, we were like, okay, cool, we'll do it. And can I just say, like I asked Ryan before the show, this movie, Isn't It Romantic, is way better than The Lost City. Way better. Like a thousand times better than Enjo- The Lost City. Enjoyed it, loved it, laughed at it, felt good, went to bed with a big smile on my face. Right? And Ryan hates romantic comedies. Well, Ryan hates romance. But wait, but this is not a romantic okay, film. No, it, this is the funny part. So, yeah. so um, I was watching an interview with Rebel Wilson, who's the main female um, actor, and she actually said it's a romantic comedy and an anti-romantic comedy at the same time. Literally. So it like works for people who love romantic comedies and it also works for people who hate romantic comedies. Except honestly, in my opinion, I think it works more for people who hate romantic comedies. The reason I'm saying that is I remember I watched, I hadn't seen this film. And the one day we were browsing on Netflix and I happened to come across this film and I was like, why don't we watch this? And my sister who loves romantic comedies was like, no, I've watched this movie. It's stupid. So I was like, no, come on, rescue me. And we ended up playing it. And I was finished. I was crying from laughter because it rips romantic comedies to shreds. But it's so funny. So she told me, watch this movie. It's brilliant. Yeah, literally. Mm. And then I think she, I think what happened was she didn't realize it was ripping romantic comedies off. Yeah. So for her, she was like almost offended by it. So I think yeah. that's why for people who like romantic comedies, this is, it's more ripping off what you like. So if you've got, if you've got that, wicked sense of humor and you're like oh, oh, oh. then it yeah but it still works for both people though because it does have the romantic comedy element to it because you get stuck in a romantic comedy i won't spoil the the end yeah the romantic the part of the end yeah no. but what i will say is that i what i loved about this film because you know i like the the unpredictable yeah is that it was extremely unpredictable it was unpredictable yeah even though it's a it's like ripping off romantic comedies and in itself is sort of a romantic comedy it, it felt like yeah. it felt like it was moving in one direction <laughs> and then at the end it's like no 
You're like, wow, wow. Like she gets to the to, 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 to the entrance of the city where she was traveling all this time. And then she gets there and she's like, actually, I don't want to come to the city. And then she makes a U-turn <laughs> and then yes. dives back again. Yeah. Yeah. The crazy thing is this film came out in 2019. This was a pre-pandemic film. Wow. I know. And I only watched it. Was it last year? I think it was last year. It was either last year or early this year. Serious, eh? Might have been early this year. I hadn't seen it before. I'd seen the trailer when I think it first came out. I, I think I did see the trailer. Mm. But it looked like, a ro- you know, it just looked like one of those romantic comedy films type Boy of thing. Meets girl. Yeah. So I wasn't like that interested and then ended up watching it and thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, honestly. And the nice thing about it is they, they kept it PG, which was a funny part of the film because they used it. So, like, if, if someone swore it'd always be whether it was a truck that was reversing <laughs> or like a car hooting or some sound like beep sound would be made yeah. to cover up the swear word which was that was hysterical yeah and then also obviously because it's a pg film they don't they don't go far in terms of like two people getting intimate but she's trying and to even get that intimate part was hilarious it kept just like yeah. looping back to the yeah. the morning after and she's like no no it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall type of thing yes because you're like okay this is the way uh romantic films should be which yeah. it, which is the the whole ripple from the the, of the, yeah, film. the film yeah it also has a very good cast so rebel wilson is the the main the main what's the person the name main character the in the film and then you have adam divine yes I his like name is adam divine. he's very good do you know the funny thing is he often acts in romantic comedies really like he he's yeah. I, I saw him in another film where he it was so it was sort of this well not sort of the same it was about him and how he he became best friends with a girl that he's actually in love with and he then goes into like alternate versions of his life where they didn't become best friends and he keeps trying to get with her as not a best friend, as like a, a partner. And then in the end, he actually ends up getting with a girl that's better suited to him and all of that. But I've never seen him before, but he definitely... Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. He was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, really? Him and Rebel Wilson still get romantically involved uh, in Pitch Perfect. So it's not their first film together. No. In fact, this is the funny part. So um, when he agreed to do this film... He actually said that they've now become like essentially Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Because remember there was a stage where Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling were always acting as love interest in films. Right. Like it was always the two of them. And additionally, Adam has also stated that Rebel is his work wife. Because previously they played love interest in Workaholics 2011, Pitch Perfect 2012 and Pitch Perfect 2 in 2015. Yeah. Wow. And then we have Liam Hemsworth. Which was quite interesting because he had his Australian accent. That was funny. It was, right? And Rebel actually said, she literally said this in an interview, generally hot guys aren't funny. And she's like, she didn't think he'd be funny because he's hot and yet he was funny. Oh, really? She's like, the only thing she said is he couldn't dance. But it didn't it, it didn't sound like a, a natural Australian uh, voice. I think he... It sounded he like, a very yeah, cheesy he type like, of Australian. He really... Yeah. So, uh, like, he used his accent, yeah. but you know how, like, we can, with the South African, there's different accents. You can, like, put it on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you, you yeah. emphasize the accents. I think he did do like, that. Uh, like, uh, what, um, yes, in, in in a Marvel movie, what... Uh, that Andy Serkis. Yes, what Andy Serkis did, with, did with Australian. So, I mean, the South African accent, mm. that's what we found funny. Yeah. So, I guess he sort of did the same thing mm. with, the, with the Australian accent. You know, it was almost that, like, hey, let's put another... We found the Barbie, you know. <laughs> just 
What was the one word he kept saying over and over and over again to her? There was that one word, and then she still says it to him at the end. Go something, go. Oh man! But I think this was the first film he's ever actually done in Australian. Well, not done because he is Australian, yeah. but he's kept his accent. In all other films he's been in, he normally does American. Whereas Rebel Wilson, actually, she's known for her Australian accents. And I don't think she's ever actually done a film without her accents. Really? I think, yeah, I think she's always been... I think it just... You know how some actors just like... They come with that like package deal. Like it's funny. The, the funny Australian. I thought the other way around. And then my wife reminded me that, no, no, no. In the other movies where I think she's pitch perfect. Yeah, she's Australian uh, as well. Also, and I was like, mm. oh. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. This was also the first film that Rebel Wilson's produced as well. So she not only acted in it, she also produced it. I mean, she's hitting it quite well in the yeah. movie industry. Yeah, definitely. And then we also have um, Priyanka Chopra, who Ma-wee. basically played herself. She's a Bollywood actress. Oh, what? Yes, she's You're actually joking. a bo- And she's married to um, Nick Jonas. There's like a whole weird what? love thing that went on because Serious. Liam Hemsworth was married to Miley Cyrus at the time. And Wait, Miley Liam Hemsworth was married? To <laughs> Miley Cyrus when this Wait, film came I've out. I heard that. Okay, cool. And then she dated Nick Jonas. And then apparently Adam Devine is with a chick that played Nick Jonas's love interest in Camp Rock. And so it's like they're all somehow connected have dated together. One, yeah. There's a conspiracy going on here. Maybe go. Mm-hmm. So... The I think he was the other producer of the film. He his name is Todd Strauss um, Schlusen. That mm. is his name. He apparently watched over ninety romantic comedies over two weeks and noted the similar visual and narrative tropes among them, including New York City. So like most romantic comedies are set in New York City. Starbucks coffee. They always have Starbucks coffee. Rain falling when couple kiss. Half moon windows and bubble baths. And a lot of the shots as well. Yes. Like they had these like high, sort of high to down uh, crane shots. Yeah. But can I be honest? The way they the way they ripped off romantic comedies by making it so romantic comedy like was brilliant. Like you can you can see that. They they went to so much detail to like even there there was often nods to like pretty woman there were there were nods to thirteen going on thirty like they were con- even in the way they did costume design like when Rebel Wilson wears the red dress um in Pretty Woman Julia Roberts actually wore, wore a red dress like that to the opera in that film yeah and and I think when 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 she went into a whole like whatever romantic movie that white dress with the and that was a yes in the lost and, and found. that was supposed to be lost and found. I was just <laughs> With like the hat and gloves. For me, it yes. was the the pe- the petals. You know, he oh, wrote his number, number down on the petal, and then she gets arrested, and of course, she only has the petals, and then she drops them, and, and they magically fall into yes. his yeah. And love just makes the way that yeah, no, it makes the, the 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 impossible possible. You see. It was so dramatic, though. This is Rebel Wilson's first um, lead role in a film. So generally, she plays like supporting actress. Really? Uh, Yeah. Like generally, like in Pitch Perfect, she wasn't the lead. And then even there was a movie I watched where she was a con artist with Anne Hathaway. I watched that one. That was good. So uh, the other woman was obviously then the The, lead. I I feel like they both were leads. Like, you know how sometimes in films you get like a double lead where like both characters are just as important as the other. Whereas in this, she was the lead role. Like it was, the story was about her. her. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they also had musical numbers, of course. You cannot have a romantic comedy without musical numbers in um, the film. It wasn't a musical. They just said like musical numbers. But apparently um, rehearsing the musical numbers, according to Rebel Wilson, came very easy to her and Adam Devine because in their previous film, Pitch Perfect, they were required to attend a boot camp in which the music and choreography was taught to them prior to filming. That experience prepared them both for learning two musical numbers in a short period. Obviously, Priyanka Chopra is in Bollywood and they literally do have musical numbers. Like, All the time. Yeah. They said um, the person who was the worst dancer was Liam Hemsworth. But he like he was able to pull it off. With Isn't his, it, eh? But apparently they would tease him about it like on set because he was the officially the worst dancer there. He was the most good looking, but the worst dancer. So. And there's, there's a good scene in this film at the end. Yes. Where, where they're all dancing. Yes. Apparently, they only put that in because of how test audiences reacted. So then they decided to end the film with a big musical number, which was brilliant because it was Wait, also what? hysterical. Test, test audiences. Test audiences, yeah. What? So they so they show they even do it with like Finding Nemo and that they'll 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 have a, a cut of the film that they show to a test audience and then the audience will basically give feedback on how they, how it felt. So they even like ended up changing, like I remember Finding Nemo, they changed quite a bit in the st- in how the story was from told. From the test audiences. From the test audiences, yeah. That's so interesting. That's why they had the musical number. So much work that goes into making a film that we don't see. Yeah? Right. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And then during the scene outside the police precinct, so obviously she, get, she gets arrested and then she calls um, Liam Hemsworth's character and then he saves her and bails her out. The building used for exterior shots in Friends, you know, the, the sitcom Friends? Yeah. That apartment building, so the, the building that was used for the exterior shot, you know how in sitcoms they always show the exterior yeah, shot yeah, of yeah, the yeah. building and then go into the set? So that building was apparently visible in the background. I didn't see it. But if you go and look for it, you can see the building that was used as the exterior of the Friends building. Specifically when she got arrested. Yeah. In that shot, you can see it. And then also, this is the first film that I did state that, that Rebel Wilson had, has produced. As a result, she helped with the casting process and stated that she actually always envisioned Liam Hemsworth, Adam Devine and Priyanka Chopra Jones for the roles. And honestly, they, 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 it was casted perfectly. Like what they wanted to achieve in the film was like... Perfect. Even when, you know, she had, Rebel Wilson had the assistant that was like her best friend that she allowed to watch romantic comedies while she worked. And then when she went into the romantic comedy world, suddenly that assistant was now like the, the, her arch enemy in the workplace. Because, you know, in romantic comedies, there's always the two chicks that hate yeah, each yeah, other yeah, in the yeah, workplace. Yeah, yeah. Like even the way they switched that around and like the, the costume design was also brilliant. And the way they differentiated the the real world with the romantic comedy world was was really clever. I know in the real world the colors were a lot more like gray and like yeah. reality. Like this is even like New York was so dirty. Shame she like lived in like a bad area. Like life was just uh, and then when she went into the romantic comedy world, suddenly they like saturated everything, so everything. Yeah, and there were flowers everywhere, and New York didn't stink anymore. It smelled like what did she say? Lavender. Yeah. Like that was funny when she came back to the real world. She was like, New York stinks again. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a really bad apartment again. <laughs> yeah. She was and like so happy. I'm like, right. What? And the the dog never never died when she shot it. Play died. 
Yeah. So also the normal world consisted of very great tones and a minimal score even to contrast the hyper-realism found amongst the rom-com world. And it features over 120 allusions to romantic comedies. In other words, there's uh, over 120 times where they're like, Stuff happens yeah. that only happens in... Yes, and that they got from other romantic comedies. So mm. it's almost like a nod back to specific films. And they did this through the costumes. So like I said, there was costumes from like Pretty Woman and that white with the gloves and all of that to like themes, um, so music themes, and then also dialogue. They actually brought in actual dialogue from romantic comedies. Can you imagine going watching so many romantic movies, picking up... Because he probably picked out pieces that they were like, oh, that, oh, that, that's great. I, yeah. oh, I gotta have that. And also like, oh, that's also in this film. Oh, yeah. that's also in this film. Like, you and know, things they always bring in. Imagine trying to piece it together to make it work. So say, I oh, know we we can't use that one yet. So so in other words, working out the the flow of the movie yeah. and which pieces you're gonna put in. You know, I'm sure there were a lot of pieces. And then they sort of had to look at the storyline and fit them in. And then I, I wonder how many pieces there were that they 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 were like, okay, we we can't do it. It doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. Type of thing. But honestly, the way they did it, what they they did it so they well. They did. Because for me, this is romantic comedy in a genre. Like they yeah. they, if you ever have achieved what that genre is like stands for, this film did that. And it wasn't like a a, a cheesy ripoff. No. It, it was actually a very quality ripple yeah yeah it was like you felt like you were watching like you know you get ripoff movies which the quality is bad and it's you're like it's stupid and it wasn't half the time you're like that wasn't even funny like you know when people are trying to be funny and Mm. it's not funny this wasn't in this film it was good yeah also so the todd dude todd strauss i think he's a producer i don't think he was the director he might have been the director though I don't know. But he also stated that the idea of the film derived from analyzing the way love stories are portrayed in the media. And he's he actually asked, are they helpful or are they hurtful? Does it lead to more isolation? This idea that you aren't whole until someone comes to save you, which was a very big theme in the film. And I actually think it was a nice theme because like... Yeah, I think most romantic comedies or even films in general just put out a message on people that like... Yeah, can affect people's identity. The guy and, and the girls thing. Yeah. Mm. And then according to the credits, Natalie is a 12... So, you know, you know um, Rebel Wilson's character, Natalie, She it's the film starts yeah. off when she's young. At 12 years, she's 12 years, and then obviously it jumps forward to when she's... Older. Yeah. So, um, when it flashes forward 25 years to the present... That means that Natalie would be 37 years old, which is exactly how old Rebel Wilson was Ah. during filming, which Ah. I thought was so cool because generally the actor and the character they're playing's age doesn't fit. Often when people Mm. are in high school, they're way older than high school age. I'm 15 years old. But they look 23. You're just like, you have very old people in high school in America. No, you're not. (laughs) That's what it seems. So I just thought it was really cool that they actually got the... The age, 37. 37. So the character and Rebel Wilson at the time was 37. Wow. Yeah. And then just a couple of films, romantic films that isn't it romantic spoofs includes, in other words, that they actually brought in like concepts from was obviously Pretty Woman. I mean, they even show a scene from Pretty Woman in the beginning of the film on the TV. That's That's the romantic comedy she's watching. 13 going on 30, which had Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Garner in it. 
That was still the... Remember when we did the Adam Project? It was the That's second right. time that those two had acted as love interests. Yep. Yeah. How to lose a guy in 10 days. That was with Matthew McConaughey and... Not Reese Witherspoon. McConaughey? Hey? <laughs> Blonde actress, yes. always in romantic... Kate Hudson. Uh, yeah. And then Maid of Honor and I Feel Pretty. Hmm. So all of those were were used, yeah. And then at 11 minutes, 6 seconds running time of the film, Josh says to Natalie, have you seen Notting Hill or 13 going on 30? Todd Garner produced both this and 13 going on 30 as well. Um, this isn't it romantic spoofs 13 going on 30. So the producer of 13 going on 30 literally created a film where he ripped off a previous film that he'd made. Oh, Basically, that's what he did. Oh, there you go. Cool, right? Yeah. Sure. And then the reason that Josh is the only person, so Josh is the character played by Adam Devine. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So the reason that he's the only person that remains the same in both worlds, so everyone else like changed when they got to the new world. Yeah, yeah. She, 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 she almost thought that he would, yeah. He yeah, was, he, was, he wouldn't be the same. Yeah. But he was the same. And the reason for this is because Natalie subconsciously perceives him to be perfect, but hasn't realized it's on a conscious level. When she begins to realize she loves him, that's when she begins to notice the flaws in Blake, which is the um, Liam Hemsworth character. So at first he's like, Liam Hemsworth is like the ultimate dude, you know. And she still thinks she has to make him fall in love with her and then she'll get out of the romantic comedy world. But then when she realizes that she's actually in love with Josh, that's when she sees the flaws in play. Remember, he starts telling her they need yeah, to change her crazy, name yeah. and yeah. he steals her architecture ideas. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. And then Todd Strauss says, he, he actually describes this as a romantic comedy about falling in love with yourself. Right. Because that's actually what yeah. happened. That, that, that was the cool part about the film. That's kind of the punchline. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. I, when I was looking at the film, uh, the first thing I looked at was uh, the parental guide mm. just to see how, you know, am I watching it with my kids? <laughs> you know, would it be fine for the ears? And um, I, I know that in the beginning, uh, when I started reading, there was someone who basically gave a, like, the, whatever you want to call it, the, 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 the Rating, synopsis. The, you know, the... Experience. The overall... Overall... Message. Okay. In mm. the film. <laughs> yes. There we go. And uh, the first line I read, which ruined it for me, was... Which I knew the ending was going to happen, that was going to happen, was, you know, is just to be... To love you. Ah. Yourself. See, I ah. didn't. I, I literally remember seeing the trailer, like, years ago, and then we were like surfing for a movie on Netflix which is one of the worst things to do the anxiety that comes when having to choose a movie on Netflix is horrible because you're I, like is it going to be good yeah. is it not going to be good like I hate that it's a difficult thing to yeah. do and then you're like scrolling and you're like nah I hate nah. being yeah it's, it's the so worst thing in the world like Same. literally so like we were doing yeah. that and then found this one I was like okay cool let's watch it and then we watched it and we were just finished by all of like the ripples of romantic comedies and then in the end it was like oh well, that's a nice way to end it because like <laughs> you have the okay she's going to make him fall in love with her or you know jo she, like when she Spoiler alert! Runs and stops the wedding. Yeah. Like, and then she leaves, and yeah. you're like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like that was. And cool. the way she, you see, you see, that was the unpredictability yeah. of the film that yeah. I enjoyed. 
And for me, what was the the best part? This was like the best part of the whole film. Was you know, in the beginning, she thinks Josh is looking out the window at Isabella. Yeah, the the chick on the the. She's basically like in a the bikini on a billboard, and she's like, oh, seriously, like he's such a pervert. He can't even like go one second without like yeah. looking at the billboard. But then at the end of the film, he shows her that. He's like, he, no, no, sit here. Yes, he can see her reflection mm. in the mirror. He doesn't even see the billboard. He sees her reflection. I was like, oh. That was a nice way. They yeah. did that nicely. That was that was very good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a brilliant film. It re- and it is it's a it's a PG film. They really kept it PG, which I actually like the fact that they did that because like especially because with with this type of film you could go very dirty. Mm. Like I know Rebel Wilson's now acted in a film called Senior Year. I haven't watched it because it looks very dirty. Yeah. So I'm like, and Rebel Wilson, she's funny, but she can go. Her mouth can run away. Yeah, and you're just like, what? With the language in it. Yeah. But in this film, it's a good, it's a good film. Honestly, it's one of the yeah. best films I've watched with her. I know when I looked at the parental guide, uh, there's like two or three times when the F word was used. Really? Uh, yeah. At the end, wait, when she could swear. Oh yes! It came flying out. She's like, "Yes, finally!" <laughs> <laughs> no, and it wasn't finally. You know, you know, you know what was funny also was when she woke up and the good-looking doctor came in. Oh and yes! And then she was like, "No!" And then the the old man came. The He's nurse. like, "Sorry, they they doing an episode yeah. for what? Some for medical?" Wada wada. Ah, it was and funny. Then, and then it's like uh, the, the the bald doctor. Wada, uh, and then she rips the drip out, and her blood goes spurting <laughs> because in the romantic world, it didn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't really happen. Yeah, no, that it's very was, good. It was very, it was done very well. It was a very good. It yeah. was an enjoyable. Film. So I would even say for those who are film lovers who are looking for like deep films or mm. films that are with good stories in that, this is also a very yeah. good film. Yeah, because it's you know it it's difficult. Like I, I was thinking now about, about what you were saying when you were mo- movie surfing, and uh, if I looked at this cover, mm. nah, I I would probably immediately just be like. Mm, no. Nah, romantic comedy. Yeah. Next. Nah, I can see this, and even with her. But you know up. what's odd about the cover, actually, is it's only her on it. Normally, That's romantic true. comedies have the, the girl guy and the, the girl. girl. Yes, somewhere there. Yes, this one just has her on it, which is odd for romantic comedies because it's never about one person; it's always about a love interest. So yeah. that is, I suppose, maybe that's like. Well, there you go now. No, but the, <laughs> there's a cover. It's got both of the guys in there. That makes a lot. And especially if I saw Liam now. In fact, I'm looking at this cover, and okay, if you had to guess what 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 this what, what the movie is about, what would you say? I'd say she's she's got two guys that she's in love with, and she needs to choose. Well, I don't know one. For me, it looks like it's the guy that she's in love with, which is Liam uh, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I was gonna say Neeson. Liam <laughs> Neeson. Uh, Hemsworth. And meanwhile, she finds out that the guy on the other, uh, on the other side, the dorky guy, is the guy she gets with. Is the actual guy that she realizes I've always loved you, always. You've always been there. <sighs> Which is so, uh, spoiler alert. Sort of, it's not, so it is what happened, but not in that way. Yeah, just I- in a completely unexpected way. Yeah. Because especially if she's in a romantic movie, she's just like, never mind, never mind, continue. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't leave him. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs out. And yeah, and then the whole. 
message of the movie breaks out. But the dance at the end credits was, it looked like they were having so much fun. Yeah, it did. And apparently because they were obviously filming around location in New York City yeah. and it was often out on the street. So they'd often have a lot of like people standing around just out of the camera shot, like taking photos, like quite close actually, yeah. um, taking photos and, and yeah, doing all of that. I was thinking to myself at the end with them just dancing uh, there on that on the block of New York. I was just like, I'm sure they've paid a couple million to close off this block. Yeah. Like one or two or three, four blocks. And yeah, they are just goofing around. But it must be quite common. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, especially because there's so many romantic comedies that happen in New York City. No, like, it must true. be a common thing for them to be like, oh, look, they're filming a romantic comedy. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, how many films have yeah. Central Park in them? Mm. How, like, we know Central Park because of romantic movies. Yeah. Are they filming a big movie again? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get to work. These people are just... Ah. Filming. For us, it's like, what's... Apparently, they're filming, yeah. Eh? Like, wow. I did see there was one... So, you know the scene where he takes her on the date and they're walking and then she trips over nothing and then they kiss in the rain? Oh, that's right. That scene, they actually had a big green screen up. So their whole street background wasn't... That was a set extension. Oh, yes. And the only CG in this film is uh, set extensions. Set extensions, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like they do set extensions quite often. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it really is... A g- it's way... Honestly, it's way better than The Lost City. Like, even I felt like last week's I movie show, agree. we like spoke and we were like, yo, no, Ryan Reynolds should have beaten it. Okay, yeah, no. And then it was like... And it wasn't just because my voice was gone. Like, we literally were like... Yeah, okay. It was like uh, a twenty-four-minute show. It was probably our shortest show ever. It needed him. No offense to yeah, uh, n- to Chatting Tatum. Yes. No, it needed Re- Ryan Reynolds, and maybe it needed Brad Pitt to stay alive. Yes. He well, should have come back. Came back to life. So. Honestly, the best part of the film was when Brad Pitt was there. Right at the end. No, in I the know, beginning. Yeah, beginning. Right in the beginning. beginning and right <laughs> at the end, yes. I was still so shocked when they brought him in because I was like, it can't be. They couldn't have brought in Brad Pitt so soon. Only the beginning of the movie, and then they had. I was like, "Oh, okay, right, yeah." No, but I really, I would, I would, well, I watched this movie a second time for the movie show, and thoroughly enjoyed it a second time. Was there anything that you spotted that you'd never spotted before? Oh, look there, there you go. There's a shot of the green screen. I don't think so. I th- yeah. So it was just a normal. Yeah. Okay. That was really cool. It was very cool. Mm. So next Next week We have an animated movie That has been requested Yay! To us <laughs> So uh, join us Apparently Yeah I, I think he said it's funny It's, it's it? another Active FM DJ DJ Moy same He was like I want you and Ryan To watch this movie I was like Okay And then he still sent me it I'd forgotten about it He what? still sent it to me I was like Oh yeah At first I was like What is he sending me And then I was like Oh yeah He wants me to watch this movie So I will Pass it on to Ryan. Is, and it, we uh, is it Pixar? It is. I, I don't know, actually. Dreamworks? No, I don't is think so. I will I will tell you it is. <coughs> I'm just going to my um, archive chats. It is Dreamworks, the bad guys. The bad guys. The bad guys. Okay, that Mr. Wolf. It looks Good is no fun at all, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Yeah, okay. Looks good. They, uh, yeah, DreamWorks, <laughs> DreamWorks is awesome with their, their animation. I'm sure they were the, no, it was Pixar that did um, the last animated Coco. film that we did, yes. But DreamWorks is good. Didn't DreamWorks do good. Roads to El Dorado? I love that film. I don't know, kid. but I we have. grew up with that film. I watched other films that they were really yeah. good at. DreamWorks did Shrek. How to Train Your Dragon was a very good one. There you go. Madagascar. 
I didn't like trolls personally. I know many people would shoot me. Mega Mind! DreamWorks is brilliant. They did Mega Mind. And they did the crudes. And Over the Hedge. <laughs> I loved Over the Hedge. I watched that we movie. We should do Over the I, Hedge. No, I watched that movie too many times. Hemi, I, 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 I ruined Hemi, Over the Hedge. Hemi is my favorite character in Over the Hedge. Yeah, he is, but brilliant. I watched it too many times. The Road to Eldorado, they did do Spirit. Okay, DreamWorks makes the best anime. I loved Spirit. I loved Spirit. That mo- I cried in that movie. Really? We watched it in the cinema. I loved horses and I was a child, right? And the horse died. The mom died. No, she didn't. I'm like, <laughs> she didn't die. The girlfriend almost died, right? Nearly died. Nearly died. It's just animated. Thank Don't God worry. she didn't. Yeah, they've done a lot. Joseph King of Dreams. That was also a really cool. I like DreamWorks animation style. They they do really? like different and they do different animation styles. Think about it. Shrek, Spirit, Boss Baby, The Croods. Like they all of those are different. Do you get what I'm saying? Damn. Pixar. What are you guys doing? Yeah, DreamWorks. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Something. That's cool. Yes, something. Prince of Egypt! Chicken <laughs> Run! Remember Chicken Run? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I'm stopping now. Yeah. DreamWorks is epic yeah. though, people. We've Dream- got our lineup. There it is right there. <laughs> we are having uh, the rest of 2022. <laughs> DreamWorks. DreamWorks. DreamWorks, the movie We're show. watching all the DreamWorks films. DreamWorks makes the teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> they should make that ah. their, their company slogan. <laughs> there it is. Join DreamWorks. We'll make the teamwork. You have to pay us if you want that line. Pun intended. We want the rights. Yeah. No wrongs. Yeah. Don't wrong us. Don't wrong us. But this has been the movie show on your favorite ORSPS. Until next week. Peace out. Cheers. Active FM. Radio has never been better.